0: Hello, family. This is Pastor John just reading the word. Father, I want to say thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for giving us guidance and direction. Holy Spirit to enlighten and illuminate the word to our senses that we will take it in and apply it to every part of who we are. And I love you, Jesus, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts chapter 27, the adventure of Paul's life as he is being sent to Rome because he appealed as a Roman citizen to Caesar. Acts 27. When the time came, we set sail for Italy. Paul had several other prisoners were placed in the custody of a Roman officer named Julius, a captain of the Imperial Regiment. I like to, uh, uh, this is such a personalized letter. It's nice to remember that Luke is the person with Paul who wrote this, um, this book, and so it's very personal. When the time came, we set sail for Italy. Paul and several other prisoners were placed in custody of the Roman officer named Julius, a captain of the Imperial Regiment. Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica, was also with us. We left on a ship whose home port was Adramathium on the south, on the northeast port, uh, northeast coast of the province of Asia. It was scheduled to make several stops at points along the coast of the province. The next day when we docked at Sidon, Julius was very kind to Paul and let him go ashore to visit with friends so they could provide him his needs. Putting out to sea from there, we encountered strong headwinds that made it difficult to keep the ship on course. So we sailed north of Cyprus between the island and the mainland keeping to the open sea. We passed along the coast of Cilicia and Pamphylia, landing at Myra in the province of Lysa. There, the commanding officer found an Egyptian ship from Alexandria that was bound for Italy, and he put us on board. We had several days of slow sailing, and after great difficulty, we finally neared Sindus but the wind was against us so we sailed across to crete and along the sheltered coast of the island past the cape of Siloam. we struggled along the coast with great difficulty and finally arrived at fair havens near the town of lassi we had lot we had lost a lot of time the weather was becoming dangerous for sea travel because it was so late in the fall and Paul spoke to the ship's officers about it. Men, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on. Shipwreck, loss of cargo, danger to our lives as well. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than to Paul. And since Fair Havens was an exposed harbor, a poor place to spend the winter, most of the crew wanted to go on to Phoenix further up the coast of Crete and spend the winter there. Phoenix was a good harbor with only a southwest and northwest exposure. When a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it, so they pulled up anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. But the weather changed abruptly and the wind of the typhoon's strength, called a Northeaster, burst across the island and blew us out to sea. The sailors couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up and let it run before the gale. We sailed along the sheltered side of the small island of Kauda, where with great difficulty we hoisted aboard the lifeboat being towed behind us. Then the sailors bound ropes around the hull of the ship to strengthen it. They were afraid of being driven across the sandbars of Cytus off the African coast. So they lowered the sea anchor to slow the ship and were driven before the wind. The next day, as gale force winds continued to batter the ship, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. The following day, they even took some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard. The terrible storm raged for many days blowing out the sun, blotting out the sun and the stars until the la- at last all hope was gone. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. But take courage. None of you will lose your life, even though the ship will go down. For last night an angel of God to whom I belong... And whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness and has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God. I will be just as he said, but we will be shipwrecked on an island about midnight on the 14th night of the storm as we were being driven across the Sea of Adria. The sailors sensed land was near. They dropped a weighted line and found that the water was at 120 feet deep. But a little later, they measured again and found it was only 90 feet deep. At this rate, they were afraid we would soon be driven against the rocks along the shore. So they threw out four anchors from the back of the ship and prayed for daylight. When the sailors tried to abandon the ship, they lowered the lifeboat as though they were going to put out uh, anchors from the front of the ship. But Paul said to the commanding officer and the soldiers, You will all die unless unless the sailors stay aboard. So the soldiers cut the ropes to the lifeboat and let it drift away. Just as day was dawning, Paul urged everyone to eat. You have been so worried that you haven't touched food for two weeks, he said. Please eat something now for your own good, for not a hair on your head will perish. Then he took some bread, gave thanks to God before them all, and broke off a piece and ate it. Then everyone was encouraged and began to eat, all 276 of us who were on the boat. After eating, the crew lightened the ship further by throwing the cargo of wheat overboard when morning dawned, they didn't realize the coastline they didn't recognize the coastline, but they saw a bay with a beach and wondered if they could get to shore by running the ship aground. so they cut off the anchors and, and left them in the sea. Then they lowered the rudders, raised the foresail, and headed toward shore. But they hit a shoal and ran their ship aground too soon. The bow of the ship struck fast, while the stern was repeatedly smashed by the force of the waves and began to break apart. The soldiers wanted to kill the prisoners to make sure that they didn't uh, swim ashore and escape, but the commanding officer wanted to spare Paul so he didn't let them carry out their plan. Then he ordered all who could swim to jump overboard first and make it to land. The others held on to planks or debris from the broken ship, so everyone escaped safely to shore. Father, I thank you, Lord, that through all of our trials and temptations, through all of the issues of life, you make a way for us to swim safely to shore. I thank you, Lord. I pray, O oh, Father God, that in our trying times of this day, that we will recognize the trying times in Luke's day and the trying times in Paul's life and that you made a way. Father, I pray that we will hear your spirit speak to us and that we will respond and be obedient that we might be saved. I love you, Lord, and I thank you so much for your word. In Jesus' name, amen.